Hi, everyone. Welcome to In the Can with Carmela Can. Today, we have a very special episode and two very special guests to talk about a very hot topic in America, the U.S. border. Uh, Currently, according to polls, U.S. border will be on the minds of voters in the 2024 presidential election. More voters seem to be concerned about immigration these days instead of inflation. That's according to a new poll by Harvard. The survey shows that 35% of voters listed immigration as their top concern. The issue jumped seven percentage points compared to the previous month's poll. It also overtook inflation for the first time. According to the poll by Harvard, inflation is now the second most popular issue, followed by the economy and jobs. Uh, My two guests today... Uh, we have James Belito, who's a writer-producer of the film Flatbush Luck, which you can find on Amazon, and he is a registered Republican. And we also have Gene Grillo, who's former Democratic district leader and current member of the Downtown Progressive Democrats Club, and she's also a playwright. So before we start, I'm going to give you a little bit framing Um The U.S. Border Patrol has recorded more than 6 million illegal crossings along the Mexican border since the Biden administration has taken over. Um, This is the largest crisis we've had in 100 years. And um, right now, the Republicans have recently filed two articles of impeachment against uh, Mayorkas. James, what are your thoughts on um, these two articles that the Republicans recently filed? You know, I'm a little uncomfortable with the way they're using impeachment these days. Um, I would agree he's incompetent. I would agree that he's um, not up to the job. Um, I'm a little uncomfortable with removing him for political reasons. Uh, As much as I oppose him, and I think he's a total incompetent, I'm not comfortable with using the impe- impeachment process. Okay. Um, and Gene, you know, Democrats are saying impeachment has no substance. Uh, it's really about policy differences uh, that the Republicans. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, 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 it's not a surprise that these numbers are the worst they've been in a hundred years because a hundred years ago, uh, Republicans uh, were welcoming uh, immigrants because this country was very happy to have a cheap labor. Uh, but back then, it was the Irish and the English and the Germans who were coming in, and um, that was perfectly okay. But now they're coming from South America and not Europe, and uh, all of a sudden uh, there are barriers being uh, put up. Um, I, I also think that the impeachment can be overused and I, I, I have real questions about it becoming too much of a political tool. So I, I agree there. I, I think it's probably not a good idea. If the man is not competent, then there are other issues, other ways of, uh, of dealing with that. But, um, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, President Obama, um, deported more uh, illegals than any other president in recent times. Uh, so the issue um, is one that needs to be dealt with, but um, it's 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 something that um, 
it it hasn't been given the um the the bipartisanship that it needs for us to get a solution. Got it. Um, according to Robert Kennedy Jr., he said that this is an assault of the border and almost criminal. Um, James, how would you grade President Biden on and his administration on dealing with um, the U.S. border currently? Oh, without doubt, I give him a failing F. Uh, make that a capital F. Uh, this crisis was made by Joe Biden. He came into office. He reversed everything that was done by President Trump. He reversed the weight in Mexico policy. Now they come in, we take their name, we give them a court date, and we let them go upon the way. Uh, he stopped construction of the wall. Every barrier, physical barrier, that the governor of Texas put in place to prevent illegal entry into this country was fought by Joe Biden. He has opposed every single effort by the governor of Texas and the governor of Arizona to, uh, to stop illegal immigration. And he has the audacity to blame the Republican Party and the governor of Texas. This is madness. Gina, I'm going to give you an opportunity to speak to that. Like, if how would you grade the Biden administration on dealing with the border, and what are your thoughts? Well, I think there may be some 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 truth to the fact that the, the Biden administration and the uh, governor of Texas don't see eye to eye. Um, uh, but I I I think that uh, uh, President Biden has uh, recently become much more um, aware of the fact that something needs to be done. And as a matter of fact, he has said, I am willing to negotiate uh, something that will stop the uh, the tremendous number of people that have, uh, are coming into the border, especially when Venezuela as a country has completely collapsed. And he has sat down and, and in fact has said, I will take what the Republicans have asked me to do and I will do it. And the Republicans have said, you know, we're not going to negotiate at all. Even the things that you have, even the things we have asked you to do, if you say you will do them, we're not going to sign off on anything because Donald Trump has told us we will not pass uh, any kind of immigration legislation while he is campaigning for president. And and this is madness. In other words, he has said, I am willing to come to meet with you. I am willing to negotiate with you. I am willing to give you what you want. And they're saying, sorry, no deal. You will never get anything passed by the House of Representatives. So, you know, do you think that, uh, I mean, over the last three years, I have heard the Republicans uh, sounding the alarm on the border. And the Biden administration has really not been vocalized until now. Uh, and my feeling is because there's a presidential election, and this is a hot topic for voters, is Biden now actually addressing the issue? Um, what are your thoughts, James, on that? Listen, this is a complete charade. Joe Biden wants as many people coming into this country that will need some type of government aid and will eventually be Democratic voters. Um, he has known from day one for three years that there's been a crisis, okay? Now, a few months before the election, 
oh, all of a sudden he's willing to do something? He can do it today. He doesn't need Congress. Donald Trump didn't need Congress. He said, you wait in Mexico. He started some construction on the wall. Uh, that's all he has to do. By the way, this bill, which a lot of people haven't even seen yet, for my understand, it allows 5,000 entries into this country per day, per day. Basically, he wants to codify the illegal immigration into this country. It's a charade. He knows it was a problem. Mayorkas knows it was a problem. He, he, he designated Kamala Harris to be the so-called border czar, the border czar. It took her three months just to go down there. And, and what did she do? She played the game. Oh, we have to do something. We need comprehensive uh, immigration reform. I agree. We need to set limits and we need to have, listen, I'm all for immigration, but let's do it orderly and let's have some type of merit-based system. If you have some type of um, skill that this country could use in order to maintain yourself so that you won't need any type of government aid, fine. Let's give priority to those people. But when I see people coming through the border, uh, no skill, uh, no knowledge of English. And by the way, they're not just coming from South America. They're coming from Africa. They're coming from Asia. We have no idea who these people are. Uh, I think it's just going to upset our country, uh, our way of life, our culture. Uh, we just simply cannot take so many people in. Let me just give you one statistic. In the month of December, last December, 300,000 people entered this country through the south southern border. That is the population of Pittsburgh. Think of that. The population of Pittsburgh, 300,000 people in one month. No way these people can be assimilated. So I, I want to say, you mentioned something about um, Joe Biden having an alternative agenda by letting in 6 million people that they want more Democrats. And, and I don't like to give into conspiracy theory, and there's no proof that that is Biden's agenda. Um, I do agree you've made some, you know, positive points. And, um, you know, Gene, what do you have to say that, you know, Biden really hasn't been vocal about the border till just recently? And is that coincidental because we have a presidential election coming up in 2024, and he knows that this is on the mind of voters? Uh, you know, first of all, um, the uh, uh, speaking about the wall, uh, which has been penetrated over and over and over again, and has been a useless waste of money. Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking um, at an article that was in the uh, the Times um, on uh, 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 actually today, Friday the second. Um, there have been um, bipartisan. Um, paths to um, immigrants getting citizenship. The, the, in 2013, the Congress, Democrats and Republicans, came up with a 13-year pathway to letting people get into this country. Okay? And it was about to be passed when Republicans objected to the fact that people would be given amnesty and it died over that one issue. This was a coming together of both houses, Republicans and Democrats, and that died. 
This was in 2007. Then they tried again in 2013. John McCain was on board. The Democrats were on board. And again, it became an issue because people were not paying their way. People were not doing it. Uh, they weren't bright enough. They weren't worthy enough. Um, in, in 1923, my grandfather, who was anti-fascist, was on a list of Mussolini. He was about to be arrested. He sold his charcoal business and got a ticket and was allowed to come to this country in 1923. I have the manifest, the ship that he came on. Okay. And he was told within a year, he could call for my grandmother and my young father and my, his brothers and sisters. But in 1923, America, once again, panicking over the wrong kinds of people passed the bill saying, no, you have to go through some more hoops before you can become a citizen. And it took my grandfather six years to get citizenship. So then he could then bring my father and his wife over to this country. So America, when they want to have immigrants, which they did a hundred so years ago, then they were all for welcoming when the planes were open and they needed people, they needed bodies, build the railways and so forth. Then that was fine. But when they said it was the wrong kind of people coming, wrong color, wrong uh, backgrounds, then wait a minute. We, we need more steps. We need more hoops. We need more obstacles. And for some reason, it was fine when we had millions and millions of people coming from Europe. And the bill that, that kept my grandmother for six years from coming to the United States was they, they said, it's okay if you come from Germany. It's okay if you come from Scotland, but you cannot come from Southern Europe. So, so, I mean, you're, you're, you're the history in this country of bias so, against people of color. So you're insinuating that this has to do with bias and on some level, you know, uh, racism or some kind of. Absolutely. I'm not insinuating it at all. I'm telling you that we have a history of the right people and the wrong people being kept from this, uh, this, uh, uh, this country. Now, I agree. The Democrats have have not been as as uh, progressive as they could have been in terms of making a deal with um, Latin American countries. I totally agree that there should be stronger legislation in terms of the Latin American countries keeping their people on their side of the border. You know, my my grandmother had to wait six years. She couldn't just come. There was a law. And she had to wait. No, I agree that I agree that our uh, immigration policies definitely, you know, um, can use some update and we need to simplify certain things that sometimes it does take too long to bring someone over. But I do want to, James, to give you an opportunity to address something that Jean said, which is, is if someone today says that they want uh, people to follow the process, they're called racist and, uh, the the race issue comes up with the fact that we are it's becoming about um preventing people on the southern border versus people from Europe or western civilization of what's your response to that of course they throw that out there to put you on the defense you're a xenophobe you're a racist let me say my 
my um, ancestors came from Italy. Uh, my paternal great-grandfather came from Genoa. Um, my grandfather on my mother's side came from Sicily. Uh, but understand something. There was a need at the time for manual labor, for unskilled labor, but they went through a process. They went through Ellis Island. They were screened. And you know, if you had a certain disease, uh, if you, if there's any suspicion that you were a troublemaker, they sent you back. We're not doing that now. Now, I find nothing wrong with a country saying, if we need people or unskilled labor, we're going to increase immigration. When there's no need or there's a reduced need, I find nothing wrong with a sovereign country that we are saying, sorry, we can only take in a certain amount of people. And furthermore, we're going to do it on, on a merit-based system. Uh, this idea that we, we're just an open border is absolute. I mean, this is madness. I don't think President Obama uh, would go along with this. As Gene pointed out, he was considered the uh, deporter-in-chief. Bill Clinton spoke out against illegal immigration. Uh, Joe Biden is so far liberal. He's so far left on this policy. It, it's just an absolute shame. Uh, look, I, I we mean, only have certain amount of resources in this country. We can't take care of our own people. We have homeless veterans on the street. We have now homeless people who, are be, uh, who have to be taken out of shelters so that we can make uh, room for these people. This is absolute nonsense. And the idea that somehow race or prejudice plays a role in this, I mean, this is what the Democrats do. They throw well, this thing out so that you're on the defensive. I'm not going on defense. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm going to read you a statement of what President Trump said, and I can see why people on the Democrat Party would sometimes think that. So Trump recently said that uh, people, immigrants coming to the U.S. are poisoning the blood of our country. What are your thoughts on, like, when someone makes this type of overt statement that can really be perceived in um, uh, to have bias. I mean... And he uh, calls them German. You know, like, how, well, how, you know, how do you perceive the statement that Trump made? You know, when they let, I think the real number is 15, 16 million people into our country, when they do that, we got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world. They're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. Uh, the crime is going to be tremendous. The terrorism is going to be terrorism is going to be, and then we built a tremendous piece of the wall, and then we're going to build more. It was a very ill-worded statement. It was a very unfortunate choice of word. Let me just say something about Donald Trump, okay? I'm a registered Republican. As of now, I'm supporting Nikki Haley. I was originally supporting Chris Christie. When the general election comes, I will decide, and if Trump is our nominee, and if it's Trump versus the Biden-Harris ticket, I will have no choice but to vote for Donald Trump. That doesn't mean I have to like what he says or how he says it. I'm looking at actions and performance. Donald Trump 
we had the fewest amount of illegal immigration in this country, okay? Um, he had a remain in uh, Mexico policy. He built certain sections of the wall. Now, I agree, the wall is not the answer. Um, and he said some silly things about Mexico pay for it. That's just nonsense. But the Border Patrol people have said there are certain areas where it's very difficult for us to respond to and um, monitor. So they put the wall in certain sections. Um, if it discourages them, great. Um, I, I wouldn't stop there. I would secure the border by whatever means necessary. I would uh, have a remain in Mexico policy, which Donald Trump did. And then I would, I would uh, make certain raids on these uh, warehouses, these factories, and I would also require uh, citizenship in order to put your children in school. We cannot have a magnet. We can't incentivize people to come here illegally. Okay, if people can't find jobs, if they're not allowed to work here illegally, if they can't put their kids in school, they're not gonna come in here illegally. Let them go by a process apply for admission in your own country and do it properly. Don't just come across our border. This is absolute uh, inconceivable. Uh, no, I hear what you're saying. And you know- um, I don't have to like Donald Trump in order to agree with his policies. So my next, I'm not, Gene, I have a question for you. Recently, there's been a war between the Biden administration and Governor Abbott. Um, Governor Abbott accuses the Biden administration of failing to secure the border. They have decided to take matters into their own hands and to secure their own border. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about a state uh, when the federal government they feel has failed to enforce certain, uh, um, you know, border crossings, taking, you know, taking matters into their own hands to try to um uh, you know, secure their own border. Well, several several courts have have uh, noted that um, Governor Abbott was uh, what he did was unconstitutional. We fought a civil war over states taking uh, their own, uh, you know, violating federal law, uh, putting razor wire in rivers, and uh, you know, uh, killing people in the process, and not and not working with the federal government. Um, I. I, again, and I, I say to you, the 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 people in the Senate and even even some people in the House were were close two or three times in in about to to make a, a legislation that would begin to solve the, the 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 problem with immigration, and they were told not to do it by Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not even uh, an elected official, and he is determining what legislation we should be passing by people who are elected by I mean, I'm gonna... American, American voters. And I'm just saying that this is this is this is hurting our country. It is hurting the people who are trying legally to to follow the process. And I, you know, this is this is unconscionable. And I just think that people who sit back and say, I don't care, I don't like how the man talks, but you know, if the worst comes to worst, I'm still going to allow him to, 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 to be elected. I mean, I think you're lying to yourself because the well, man breaks the law and you say that's, that's fine. We have got to step up 
and say, we need a policy now. There are millions and millions of people. I mean, consider Venezuela as a country has completely collapsed. And there are millions of people that, that are dying that need to be uh, recognized as such. And you need somebody to, you know, just to stand up and say, we, we've got to make a deal here. And I, I, I can, I will agree that Biden has been slow to come to the, to the table as a, as a commander in chief in that regard. But rather than saying, let's build a wall, which is what was Trump's answer, he has said to the Republican elected officials, I will sit down with you. I will meet with you. I will work with you. And just being rebuffed. This is not. Uh, um, how legislated elected officials are supposed to act. So this is why I'm saying the man has made every overture. That well, I mean, make. I, I want to address that in the sense that, you know, you said Donald Trump has no right to throw his two sentences, but he is probably going to be the Republican front runner for his party. So he is kind of in a way, does have a right, in my point of view, at least, well, to say... He has a right to say whatever he wants to say, uh, Camilla. What I'm saying is he does not have a right to say say no to every piece of legislation that you can possibly, um, um, you know, enact, because I don't want any anything to pass. I want to hold the Democrats as inept so that I can uh, uh, win as president. I so, mean, we've already we've already seen what happens when Mitch McConnell says we're we're not going to put anybody on the Supreme Court while the Democrats are in power. I mean that is holding a country hostage. And I'm gonna uh, James before I let you um, address what Jean had to say. I do want to give a little more context. So um, right now. Uh, there has been in the media that the Senate has found some kind of bipartisan deal and the House Republicans uh, said it's dead on arrival probably when it reaches the House. Um, but to give a little bit more context, what I did a little research about what may be in this bill. And one of the things is, like you said, James, that 5,000 people are can enter before Biden uh, shuts the border down. And if you do the math of 5,000 people at 365 days in a year, that comes out to 1,850,000 people. And if you take the fact that the last three years we've let 6 million people in, it's kind of a continuation of what's been going on in the last three years. The numbers really are not that different. Um, do you really find that that is a deal? Um, of course not. And that the Republicans, you know, so what are your thoughts to address what Gene said that, you know? Um, well, look, first of all, there is zero evidence that Donald Trump has said, I forbid you to, to vote yes on this bill. He has given his um, opinion as others have. It is a nonsense bill. It's just meant to give the Democrats cover after three and a half years, oh, all of a sudden Joe Biden's going to do something. Listen, he can shut the border down today. Donald Trump did it. He had a re remain in Mexico policy. The Democrats don't want a deal. This bill codifies illegal immigration. Just come through. We'll give you 5000 a day. By the way, the bill also has money in it for sanctuary cities. So in other words, we're going to subsidize 
these cities who incentivize people to come in, oh, we'll give you free food, we'll give you free medicine, we'll give you uh, metro cards and what have you, and the federal government will pay for it. So taxpayers in Texas and other states that are against this are going to subsidize this sort of nonsense. Let me say one other thing also. The razor wire, the barriers that are put in place are there to stop people from coming illegally. Democrats don't want to make that distinction. I think reasonable, intelligent people can observe a difference between people who come here legally and people who sneak across the border, across razor wire. That's not coming here legally. That's coming here illegally. And by the way, it's done at the expense of the taxpayers of Texas. Okay, so if you want to talk about a waste of money, zero federal dollars are involved. This is tax dollars that are paid for by the good people of the state of Texas. And the idea that somehow you're going to bring Donald Trump, I know you want to make him the boogeyman. uh, And I agree he talks and scares some people. But I look at people's policies and what they do, uh, not so much what they say. Biden can say all he wants. The, The man is disingenuous. He doesn't want any controls, and God forbid if he gets reelected. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a big issue Can I right now. Respond to that, please. Uh, yeah, uh, thirty seconds. I do want to move on to the next question. Jean. Okay, I want to say that the people who were who were so uh, determined, who went through that razor wire, they had to be taken care of because they were uh, wounded and dying, and th- they were taken care of not by Texas uh, law enforcement, they were taken care of by the federal people. Also, the people that when when um, Governor Abbott put them on buses and sent them to sanctuary cities, it was the sanctuary cities, the governors of those cities that had, <clears throat> that had to take care of them. And that was our taxpayer money. So, of course, there's money in these bills to help the cities that get these immigrants that have to take care of them. And that's only... Uh, humane uh, responses to people. No. Well, with let all due respect, they voted for it. You know, let me let me be crystal clear. I, a child of of legal immigrants, I am against illegal immigration. I am for legislation that's going to give people a pathway to become legal. Please get that clear. I just mean we need to find a way. Let that happen. And I am saying, why, why, why aren't the Republicans willing to let that happen? So, Gene, I do have a question for you, um, given that. It has been reported that 90% of immigrants don't qualify probably for asylum status. Do you think that these immigrants, if they don't qualify, should be deported back to their country? Well, I do think that um, we need to have a certain understanding of priority in terms of, of people coming to this country um, with uh, a level of um, concern about people who are in fact in jeopardy, taking priority over somebody who may just um, just want to better themselves. And that's something that uh, Obama did um, and I, other, other, I think other elected officials did. They had priorities for scientists and um, people that filled skills that were lacking in this country. I'm not against quantifying different types of people. I know uh, my daughter, when she was in elementary school, there was a number of Russians 
Russian Jews that were allowed out of Russia and came through Israel and then into the United States. So I am not against giving priorities to certain people with skills that this country needs. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we can't just open the floodgates. No, we have to have priorities. But again, this can all be done in legislation. But if you're sitting there with your hands folded saying, we're not going to have do anything. We're not going to have any legislation. We're not going to pass anything, which is what the Republicans are doing. They will not talk. They will not discuss. They will not negotiate. And that is why. No, I, I hear you. Wringing our hands. You've and got to negotiate. You've got to talk. And maybe he's late to the table, but you've got a president who's saying, I am willing I am able. I am ready. This is just not true. This is just not true. This is just not true. Stroke of a pen? No, no. You cannot just do it with a stroke of a pen. You have to have the cooperation of the Senate. You have to have the cooperation of the House. He did it. He did uh, do it with a stroke of a pen. With all no, due you, respect, he came in day day one of his office and he reversed everything that Donald Trump did. He didn't go through Congress. Donald Trump said, "Wait in Mexico. There's an executive order." What did Joe Biden do? He reversed it. He didn't go to Congress. Now, listen, the idea that somehow we're uh, where they were our hands folded, we've been for three and a half years sounding the alarm. Look at all these people coming across. Now, as far as uh, they're coming, you're saying at one point, oh, I'm against illegal immigration, but these people are coming through razor wire, swimming across a river. You don't call that illegal? These are the people that you're it's saying, we're, well, these are the people that you're saying, we have to keep them here. What I'm saying is, it's go back. That. You don't need it's Congress. Either. You could do this right now. This is what Donald Trump did. You wait in Mexico. Okay, we'll hear your case. And then when we approve you, you could come in. Okay, this is what happened. The idea that you have to go through Congress and all of a sudden, a few months before an election, oh, let's sit down and talk. Oh, and, and the bill that you're putting through codifies what Biden wants. He wants 5,000 illegal people to come into this country every day, every single day. We're going to give money to sanctuary cities. I didn't interrupt you. I didn't interrupt you. But let me just say that those cities, they voted for Joe Biden. They, they knew what they were getting. They knew they were going to get open borders. They vote all sorts of um, incentives for these people to come to their cities. Okay, so let's not blame the governor of Texas. For about two years, Gov Texas and the rest of the border states were busting at the seams. Eventually, hey, we got to move them out. And by the way, they're going on those buses voluntarily. They're actually, you know, they're going to go to these major metropolitan cities. Okay, so let's not blame Texas. You voted for this. The people of New York and Chicago and Boston, all the liberal okay. left-wing cities let's, voted for let's, it. Okay. Let's just move on to the next question. Um, you know, Joe Rogan stated that the number of people coming through the border is insanity. Uh, more people have come into this country in the last year than are living in five states legally. Um, you know, we have a presidential election coming up now in 2024. And obviously, this is a hot topic for voters. Uh, it's supposed to be on the top three of uh, importance to voters. Um, Gene, how do you think the Biden administration is going to deal with this now that we're in 2024 and he's running for election? And a lot of people, including progressive Democrats, feel like he has not 
truly address this correctly and are dissatisfied with what's been going on in the last three years? I, I, I'm only going to be able to speak for myself as a progressive uh, Democrat. Um, I don't see a problem with 500. Uh, 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 what was the number that you said, five? Thousand a day. Uh, five five states. So five more people have, 5,000 people per day, yes. I don't see that as a, 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 a horrible number. We have the lowest unemployment rate that we've ever had in this country under President Biden. We have the best economic picture that we've had in years. The stock market is going through the roof. The economy is is doing better than it has in hundred years. We have we've got record record money. The corporations are doing really great. Business is finally saying, you know, we need people. We absolutely need people. Infrastructure spending money on infrastructure. You actually do need pick and shovel people. You actually do need laborers. So um, there is there is a call for new people. We actually do need them, but they have to have a legal path. That is absolutely true. I do think more pressure has to be put on the governments in Mexico and elsewhere for them to do something to help their uh, people. I think something's gotta be done with Venezuela. That country has got to find a, a way to pull itself together because it just can't simply move their people to an entire new country. Uh, but all of this, these negotiations have to be done. And uh, you need, these have to be done on the executive level. And that's something that I think, I think the Democrats are going to have a very good record in terms of what they've been trying to do for years, for years bill after bill after bill when they've tried to, to create legislation and when it's time to point out who stopped that legislation, who prevented that legislation, who stood in the way of the that legislation to correct these problems, it will not be Democrats. So um, I'm going to let you respond to that, James, but you know, I'm also going to add in like Trump is obviously going to try to use this to his advantage, the fact that people have been dissatisfied with the border issues going on. So, and it's obviously on the mind of voters for 2024. Um, do you think that like it's also fair that Trump is trying to, in a way, interfere or has put out messaging to the Republican Party to not sign a bill because he sees this as a vehicle to campaign on? Do you know he interfered? Did you, do you know, does anybody know for a fact that he called up any senator and said, do not vote for this bill. He expressed his opinion as well he should. Now, should he use this as, as an issue? Of course, this is what the people are concerned about. You know, we hear, well, I'm a liberal Democrat. So, you know, I, I think this is what we need to do and we'll stand by Joe Biden. Listen, I understand that a lot of African-Americans uh, who normally vote Democrat have finally seen the light and said, listen, this open border policy of Joe Biden uh, obstructing every possible means that the border uh, governors have done to, to hold off the illegal immigration, uh, they're, they're coming around and they're going to be voting Republican. Um, I think this issue will resonate with voters. They see the, the absolute uh, hypocrisy that the Democrats and Biden have thrown out there. Uh, first, they denied it. Then they ignored it. Now 
months before the election. Oh, now he admits that the border is broken. I think he's, his words were, oh, it's been broken for 10 years. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can't have all this illegal immigration. Uh, you knew it. Uh, all he had to do is turn on a TV set and see hordes of people coming across our border. Uh, these, this is not how you run a country. We're a sovereign country. If you don't have borders, you don't have a country. No, I, I agree. We definitely need to. Um, I am definitely pro-borders. And I am not um, too thrilled about how this administration has handled the situation. And, you know, there's a difference of values between Democrats and Republicans. And I think that's kind of they're coming at it from two different uh, points of view because, you know, um, uh, it seems like both of them have different ideas of what they believe in immigration. And immigration has been a hot topic for over 20 years. I remember immigration reform being discussed when I was in college, and it's still an issue 20 years later. And I blame both parties. Um, I think both parties use it as a political tool. And um, But I think that now things really have gotten to a place where um, – uh, this is the highest uh, number we've ever seen, and um, a lot of people are upset, and this I, is definitely going to be on the minds of voters in 2024, and uh, Biden is definitely going to have to address um, uh, this issue, and you know, Trump will definitely use this as well as a political campaign. Well, I want to thank both of you for being a guest on today's show. Gene, always wonderful to have you back. James, thank you so much. Love to be um, here. You know, thank you to our audience for tuning in with In the Can with Carmela Can. Um, also, please don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I would love to hear your comments. Um, of what you think of this topic. So if you comment on my YouTube channel, I will definitely respond. Thanks again and um, have a great day.